Okay. Hey, hi, Edgar. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Um, have you seen any matches lately? Yes. Um, it feels weird that we're speaking in English, but you know. I know this is freaking <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm as funny as I am in Spanish, though. So I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. We'll try our best. It's it's what we have to do. Um, so yeah, I think we can get started with the maybe with probably with the best the the Champions League this week. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So. So. Well, this so this I, this week we had. Two matches, right? So it was Bayern Munich against Real Madrid. Uh, they played in Munich, so Bayern was playing at home. <laughs> and uh, the next day we had... No, it was first Liverpool, right? Liverpool versus... Yeah. yeah. Liverpool versus... Uh, what was that? Roma. Roma. <laughs> and you forget because they, they all yeah. seem like they didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, probably that's why happened. I don't know what happened there, but I mean, they, they woke up at the last like 20 minutes, which was great. So, do you want to talk about Roma first? Roma, yeah, Liverpool? Yeah, let's let's do that. So, I to, to get started there, to kick it off, I think maybe we can start from the end, which was what, just to piggyback on what you just said. It, I thought it was over when I was watching the game. You know, it was 5-0, they were crushing them, and all of a sudden, I, you know, I, I look up again, and it's five-two, and it's virtually the same result that they left, that Roma left Barcelona with, um, which was extremely shocking to to me to see. What do you think? Yeah, I think it was shocking. I think uh, I have a uh, mixed feelings about the coach. I mean, I think he's a great coach. Don't get me wrong, but I Wh think which he's coach? The, the oh, sorry, the. The Liverpool coach, Jurgen yeah. Klopp. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think he's a great coach. I think, don't get me wrong, I think I'm on his side. But I think he thought the game was already in the back. And he he called uh, uh, Mohamed Salah back to the to the bench. And I think that kind of like gave some strength to Roma. Uh, you know, because it's like the best player is going to the bench. I think that empowered morally, I think, more than anything. And Italians are very well known to, you know, to take advantage of those moral changes and strive harder. So I think that that, that was something I, I, don't, I don't know. I would have done the same, to tell you the truth. But I think that's what, ha what, that, what gave like uh, the Italians the strength. Uh, I, I, th I think also the defense th at the end was just leaking. It was just like not doing oh, their job at the end. I think, yeah, I don't know what happened really. I that was that was hard to see. I think it was the second goal that goes over Lovren's head, and then Seco just controls and shoots, you know, basically in front of the goalie. That was, I mean, yeah, it was a brilliant pass, brilliant assist, but oh, it was just hard to see. You know, you're winning five zero. That that shouldn't happen. So <laughs> yeah, especially because it, especially because goals count double. Right. Oh my God! So they have they have to go to Roma, and then they have to score at least a goal to secure the thing, which is really difficult. It's really difficult because Roma is a very rough scenario, and um. But yeah, we'll see. I mean. I think the odds are in favor of Liverpool anyway. 
I mean, they already, but Roma they, already did it. I, I don't know if they can do it again. I mean, I would be shocked, right? Yeah, if, they, epic, yeah. If, yeah, if they if they come back and do what they did against Barcelona, uh, which was shocking in itself too. I mean, so who knows what could happen? Um, but I, it would be extremely surprising if Roma could, you know, come back from a 0-3 deficit um, again. But I, I, I want to say something too. Um, Salah came out and when I was watching the game at least what I was thinking was like okay that makes sense it's 5-0 and he was injured last time Um, oh so he was also the coach was taking care of him in that way right Uh, that makes sense yeah that's what I was thinking but but and and, you know in a normal situation you don't think that they can ever come back from 5-0 and the way they were playing Mm. I mean the, the like on the sides on both sides especially on the right side Liverpool just had so much depth and you know you would see balls being crossed you know over the over the defense and the midfield and there was so much room to the sides that they would just be attacking I don't think that any of the um I don't think I guess they didn't really play with left left or right backs they played more like midfielders that would try to do that you know cover the defense uh and attack but they I don't think they did either thing they just kind of stayed in the middle the, the Roma defense I mean and midfield uh and you know they didn't attack or defend and so Roma just killed them I mean just you know balls over their heads and you know shooting and and scoring I mean I'm I'm looking a little bit like the, the statistics and Minute 69, so almost 70 minutes. Uh, minute 70 or 69 is when Firmino scores a 5-0 from a corner kick. Yeah. I mean, that that is shocking. Uh, yeah, especially know, that. Team. Yeah, and in that in this extending the Champions League, that's very odd to see as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not like, you know, the tallest or the, you know, like the most, um, I don't know, it's not Seco or, you know, like a, pure number nine like Ibrahimovic um so anyway it was a, it was a, but it was an amazing display of football very sad about Chamberlain too yeah you know, I saw that? that yeah apparently he's his, gonna miss the World Cup yeah that is really sad I feel like he found his place in the world with with Liverpool and yeah. I was really looking forward to see him in the in the World Cup yeah they, they were saying that I, I think they're gonna do the same thing they did with Falcao in the World Cup in 2014 in which they they say that he's going until the week before the World Cup starts, and then they say, "Hey, I think he's still injured, so he cannot go." All by all because of marketing marketing purposes, right? But like uh, I've heard I ha- and I have read about this a lot, and they said that that injury, like uh, the minimum time you need to recover is at least three months. The World Cup starts like in a month, and they have to train beforehand. So I think yeah. he's pretty much out. Yeah, like he's gonna miss the workout. That's very unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, but well, I, I mean, like it, it was kind of like a very risky way he did it as well. I I mean, have you seen the? Did you see how it happened? Like, because I think he sends the leg to get the ball, but on the run, it was kind of like a very odd move as well. I don't know. I think he should have been a little bit more cautious because he's also like gonna he was gonna play the 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 World Cup. I think players, you know, if uh, I I know they they can take some risks, but you know, like a month before the World Cup, which is like a, a tournament that you know is very demanding and that uh, not every every player makes it there. 
I think he should have been a little bit more cautious, but well. I don't. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're thinking about that. You know, in that moment. Yeah. When, you know, when they're going for the ball, I, I don't know. But I, I kind of agree with the sentiment of what you say. But you know, if you're in that moment, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can. Yeah. Think think that. Yeah, probably he was um, just thinking about winning. I think it was like right. when they were still like one 0 or something like that. It was in the very beginning. Yeah, it wasn't very. Yeah. It was very early. Yeah. So yeah, probably he was just like, yeah, let's let's win this thing, which is a good right. spirit for a player, I guess. Yeah, but now he's out. That's really sad. I mean, I remember. I mean, I remember. You know, back in the day when Falcao didn't make it to the World Cup, and you were very sad. And I mean, to be honest, you. Were uh, that everything. was devastating. It was not sad. That was like the the end of everything. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it it's it's kind of how I feel now that Guerrero is kind of gonna make it to the World Cup, but you know maybe not because the, the like the you know his his uh, what do you call it his like audience for or his trial sorry for his hearing for the yeah his hearing thank you <laughs> for the um, doping thing is I think on Tuesday. Um, but the sanction already was reduced to six months, so hopefully, you know, everyone wants him to make it, but, you know, if, yeah. if they don't confirm that, then he won't make it. And that's that's probably even sadder, I mean, it's the end of his career, but anyway, anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I don't know, I don't know what, what, what like, uh, it's gonna be his, uh, his future, I think, uh, but well, we'll see. I mean, I probably he's gonna still like recover and is keep playing for Liverpool. And he's he, young. Yeah, he's, he's young. very young. He's probably he's can, very young, so he, he has he chances to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, you know, like I think just ending the conversation on, on this game, I was very shocked that it was minute eighty. I, you know, I was watching the game and I was like, man, this is over. You know, they've scored a lot of goals. More goals would be awesome, but kind of exaggerated. Uh, but you know. It would reflect what happened on the court, which is that Liverpool crushed them, um, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom. Once you five one, five two, and now you're not that dead. Oh, and I have to bring this up. This is a, uh, this is my closing statement for this. I remember it, when I was watching the game, they were showing Totti's face. Did Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch that. Oh, they were showing Totti's face. <laughs> Face, so he was 1-0, Totti's face, Totti was not very happy, but smiling. At 3-0, he was just like, you know, not even looking at the camera anymore. He was, he didn't know where to hide. It was hilarious. But at 5-2, he was not that sad. Uh, well, I mean, he was sad, but, you know, not as devastated as when he when he was 5-0. Five, so, it was, again, probably one of the best, like, attacking games I've seen. And that trio, Salah, Mane, and... And Firmino is is extraordinary. Yeah, I think Jurgen Klopp did a good job choosing the team because I don't think it's a very expensive. Right. Uh, it's, it's not a very expensive team. I think there are teams like Chelsea, Manchester United that have invested way more in players and coach and, and you know like um, many more resources than Liverpool have done. But I think this coach is just extraordinary. He's amazing. So. But you said you said there's something you don't like about him. What is it? No, no, no. The the, the only thing is that I think he felt that the, the, it's about this match. I, I don't. I, I think he oh, thought okay. that he had the game in his bag. Right. Right. A little bit too early. A little bit too soon. Yeah. Basically. But but you you're on the camp of don't take Mohamed Salah out. 
No yeah, it's why. just that it demotivates everybody. Like it demotivates yeah. like everybody in the team. Like it makes probably the the defense thought, okay, we already have these, and the Italians thought, okay, it's time to make it. This is it's now our error. So right. <laughs> you know, like no, you're, I think you you have a point there for sure. Yeah. Okay. So then we we can maybe move on to the next game. Uh, so Bayern Munich against Real Madrid. I don't know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> talk about it. Oh my god! It was I was very excited to see Javier Rodriguez playing the game, especially because uh, he used to play for Real Madrid, as you know, and he was one of the most expensive players in the history of the Real Madrid. He, I think, Real Madrid pay around ninety euros or something, wow. ninety million euros for his is, transfer. Is he the most expensive Colombian transfer ever? Oh yeah, yeah, by far. I think he's <laughs> like the number one, and then I think it's Falcao when they transfer him to Monaco. And uh, yeah, I think like those are like in the very very expensive level, and then you have like less expensive. You know, you have maybe Faustino Asprilla. El Tren Valencia, who was transferred at some point to Bayern Munich, and yeah, but this one I think by far has been like the the top one of the top. But he was doing great in Real Madrid for a time, and then um, yeah, first season. Yeah, for first season they had a different coach. They had a, a an, Ancelotti. Different. Ancelotti. Yes. They had Ancelotti as a coach, and Ancelotti and 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 James worked really well. Then. I don't know what happened in, in Real Madrid, but they they fired the coach. And eventually, uh, well, Zidane became the coach, and the relationship between Zidane and James was not the best. So it was, like, he left James behind for quite a time, and at the end he was not even bringing James to many of the matches. He was not even in the bench sometimes. So... I think this was like his way. Later on, he was transferred to Bayern Munich, and they were playing Jesseria. And I think his, this was like his moment to say, "Hey, I'm in yeah. a great moment. What did you do?" And he actually scored a pass for the right. goal, uh, so which was really exciting. But then they couldn't make it. <laughs> which was, I mean, I was watching that game, and well, okay. So, so to add on to your point, I think that what was fascinating about uh, James was that he came to Real Madrid after that amazing World Cup he had. I mean, I I will never forget that goal against Uruguay. Remember? I mean, how can you forget that he hit it from the from the that he hit it straight to the corner of Muslera all the way to the right. Oh my God! I think that's and the best goal ever scored by a Colombian player in history. It was, <laughs> it was extraordinary. I even I celebrated that goal. Yeah. <laughs> it was so amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so you know, usually Real Madrid goes and buys like the, the hot player of the moment, and it was clearly him. And I personally, I'm like, all right, you know, Real Madrid usually does this and ruins a, a player's career. Not always, but you know. Um, and when, but when he started playing there, he was crushing it, playing really well, scoring a lot of assists, a lot of goals. It was. It does seem to me, I guess, taken from what you said, that his problem with Zidane was maybe a little more personal or maybe you know a matter of taste he wanted Isco more than him or it's, just, like, uh, it's just that I think Zidane, Zidane has this way of coaching similar to Guardiola in some way 
that he wanted more players from the bases of Real Madrid mm -hmm. to play like in his team. Uh, he also likes to play with very limited players, which I think it doesn't work well for him because as we see now, his only tournament right now that he can win something is the Champions League. What do you mean by limited players? So, you know, like normally uh, when, they, when a, a team is playing multiple tournaments, especially like these top teams like Real Madrid or Bayern, they have a very extended amount of players. They all don't play the same tournaments. You know what I mean? I so some of them are playing the league. Some of them are playing, I don't know, the community shield, whatever that happens. Right. <laughs> so some of them like play like the Copa del Rey, you know, like they're playing like different tournaments at the same time. Yeah. And I think Sidan uh, has a very limited amount of players and he repeats the same players for every single tournament, which is exhausting for the players. Uh, is very demotivating for the ones on the bench because they never get a chance. And... Um, and now, as you can see, like, it's not working well because, well, Real Madrid is not competing for any other tournament but the Champions League right now. That's true. And I, you know, I, I, so you're talking about rotation, basically. I'm talking about rotation. Nomina corta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think that's true. I don't think it's like a short uh, squad. I think they. I mean, they have a lot of players. They have Benzema on the bench, Bale on the bench. Ah, but Bale is made of glass, man. Like you can, <laughs> he breaks everything. He can only play like one in every four matches or something like that. You cannot count on that player. But, but my, my point is that I mean, I think I don't think it's because he doesn't have players. I think it's because he doesn't want to do it. To do yeah. what? Like to to to, 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 to have them play to rotate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, he doesn't like to rotate. Like, mm -hmm. he, he plays, like, like with his, his main squad, everything. And right. that's his main squad for everything. And I don't think that's smart because he's out of everything now. Yeah, basically, he yeah. plays with, like, 15 players or 16 players. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's, that's not good. I mean, especially if you're playing a lot of tournaments, that's definitely yeah. not going not to get you anywhere. Um, yeah, I think... I think I, also, I think he, he believes that his team, everybody performs as Ronaldo and Ronaldo is not just a football player he's an extraordinary athlete right. he can like cope with playing a lot of matches I think he, they did a study and they found out that the guy is actually like 24 years old I mean he's like 30 but of his health and everything he's like he has the health of a 24 year old so he's already six years kind of younger of what, of what he's supposed to be yeah <laughs> no, that that man. I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest fan because of you know I'm not the biggest fan of teams that have a lot of money and just buy a lot of players. But I have to say, you know, because I grew up with the Galacticos, right? That like the you know they were like a, a big World Cup, big tournament. And they would buy every player that they wanted and form this like Frankenstein squad that would win everything, and that's great. So I like more, you know, homegrown players. So I have to say that I do like a little bit what they're doing now, that they have, you know, like, younger Spanish players coming up. And not necessarily Spanish, because Messi's not Spanish, but he plays for Barcelona, from La Masia. Um, so I kind of appreciate that. I just didn't like the Frankenstein feeling, and therefore, you know, not the biggest fan of Real Madrid or Cristiano Ronaldo. But I have to say, I mean, the man is extraordinary. Yeah, he, he's like extremely talented. He's, he's an, um, 
amazing football player, an extraordinary athlete. And he, I remember when I watched him at Manchester United, he did, you know, kind of like remind me a little bit of Neymar, you know, like playing on the on the flanks, like this, like really happy, really fast football, uh, you know, more more physical, right? Because he's yeah. he's bigger. Uh, but now he's adapted his game to play like a number nine, in, you know, in the, in, in, in like wait, waiting for the opportunity, running for the opportunity, running for the space instead of for the ball. I mean, it's extraordinary that he's basically changed positions but not changed quality. Yeah, it's amazing. I think I, I don't like him as a person. To tell you the truth, I think I don't like anything he stands for at all. Uh, a little bit too superficial, and yeah. But as a player. And as a professional, he's he is extraordinary. He has a lot of discipline, uh, and I think even though he he says a lot of stupid stuff, he outside the, the outside the court, outside the field, he behaves really well. Right. You never see the guy drinking, crazy in a boat with friends or whatever, and that's that makes a huge difference. Messi is like that too. Messi is like yeah. that. But professional. he's professional and he takes this thing seriously. They know that they have limited time because a player a player doesn't play uh, until they are 40. They play for a limited time of, of age. So they, I think these players know that they have to do their best and their 100%. Uh, because, you know, like at some point they're going to have to retire. So I think that right. they're making the most. And the, the career doesn't last that long. What, yeah. 18, 17 to 33, 34, 35 maybe? Yeah, I think probably. Yeah, I think probably. I don't know. I think probably Messi and and, and Ronaldo. I, I like to count things as workups. <laughs> Not in years, but workups. I think they can make it to the next workup, and I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So going back to the match, because we really didn't yeah. talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we skipped that. Um, I my, my take was that it was so weird. I didn't get it. I, it it started off really good. Then who got injured first? Was it Robin? Got yeah. injured first. He's also gets injured like really quick. He's also made of glass, like you yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. I think he, but he he had a really difficult injury once, and ever since he has been. Always like that. I mean, he's extraordinary, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting to see. I think also uh, there were many players injured in Bayern Munich. Yeah, uh, they were missing players and the the, the goalkeeper as well. Oh, Neuer. Neuer. Neuer, Neuer was is also injured. So they are playing with a different team that started the tournament. And uh, I think we could see that yesterday. I think uh, probably Jurgen Klopp looked at the bench and he was like, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, like, what do I have here? I don't think he didn't have, like, players there waiting for, for, for to, be, to, to be part of the, to make any changes or, or to make any difference. I don't think he, he had those players there. But um, I think uh, overall, I mean... I, they still have the. It is still open. I think they can still like. You think? I. I, I, I think so. I, I have the I feeling that they can do something. <laughs> I don't in, know. In my mind, it's ninety-five percent the final going to be Real Madrid and versus Liverpool, and yes, this is being recorded, 
And this has been the craziest Champions League I think I think I've seen in a while. Oh, but that would be beautiful anyway. Yeah. And then and Liverpool winning again. That <laughs> <laughs> would be fantastic. Again, I mean, when was the last time they won? Two thousand five, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was two thousand five. Oof. That Against was... Milan. I w- I remember, man. I was really young. <laughs> oh my God, that's before I before I. Before I was still in high school back then. Yeah, oh my me god! Too. <laughs> <laughs> Time I remember, flies. I remember that day because that's the day they came back three zero. They were losing three zero against Milan, wasn't it? I don't remember anything about that day, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I, I think I think it's pretty much set Real Madrid versus Liverpool. I also think though that if any in any of these matches if there's any change that could happen is Bayern Munich but I just feel like without Alaba without um, Robin without um, Neuer. Neuer Vidal ah, uh, it's yeah, very hard yeah you have four of the main players out that's very a, very hard that's quite a lot that's like 33% or something like that I don't yeah, know <laughs> like really I, I don't know and it was just a, an strange game to watch you know there's this thing called Suerte de Campeón, right? Like the champion's luck um, that people like talk about in tournaments, usually in World Cups, um, and usually after the matter, <laughs> like after they become champions. Yeah. Um, and it just felt a little bit like that, you know? Like, what is happening? All this... Because Ribéry was playing really well, and, you know, kind of like things fall apart. And then, uh, I think it was Thiago Alcantara, I feel... Oh, no, Rafinha, who made that pass, and then Vasquez and... Uh, yeah, you know, steals the ball and scores. It was boom, boom, out, done. And that goal that Marce- Marcelo scored was out of nowhere. Like, nothing was happening. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was, I think that was not even planned. Like, many things had like, oh, it just happened. <laughs> it was just like, like, I-, I couldn't make sense of that game because I thought what I mean was playing better. I thought they had it in, under control. And one thing I heard from some commentator earlier today was that Real Madrid makes you feel like you have it under control, and all of a sudden, they, like, it's not like they counterattack. It's not like they stay, you know, in the back defending, waiting for you to attack them. They don't necessarily give you the ball, but they kind of make you feel like you're superior, especially, like, these big teams. And then they come back and they kill you. Uh, and ah. that's what happened. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a good description of it. I think also Thomas Mueller, I think he has to practice or something. <laughs> like what happened yesterday? <laughs> he missed like three goals that were right there. Yeah. You know, like right there. Did you see that? Oh my God, when, when Riveri had the ball, basically yeah, it was him against the goalie. He tries to control the ball and it goes long. Oh, about it, like... Um, 99 other times he would have controlled it and be you know it would have been right there yeah and he would have been able to shoot not that one time when it mattered it was I'm telling you that that was like the the champion's luck to me it, I, never again like that's a, you can give everybody a ball 99 times again it's not gonna happen again the yeah one but, time that it had to happen it happened but you have to tell me something I don't understand why the the champion's luck only works for Real Madrid <laughs> <laughs> that that's very suspicious as well. <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I think like, you know, like uh, every team they play against every time, like especially in these instances, like semifinals or finals, when when a team is playing against Real Madrid, it's like that team is playing against 12 players. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that they bind the referee or anything like that, but they, no, no, right. there is always something happening right. that makes them lucky. 
Yeah, it's, it's just that. I don't know what it is. I can't I don't explain know. it. It's it's incredible. I mean, I, I don't know what deal Cristiano Ronaldo has made with the devil, but I mean, you know, you yeah. cannot look like that and be that talented and win so much. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, wait, 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 it's amazing. I, I'm very surprised by the level of, of football we are seeing. Uh, you know, I, I see like very motivated players that are doing a great job you know, like showing a good, a good show and showing like really good football. And I really respect that for from both matches, I think. Yeah, I agree. All, both, all players are giving like their 100%. Uh, and they're playing very clean, you know, like, and see like, uh, you know, like they, they, they are not like arguing that much. So a, a lot of good football is being played. And I, I like that. I like to see that. Even if they're losing 5-0. Yeah, if they're losing 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we talked about Liverpool, but I think we need to talk for a few seconds about Salah. Oh, I my mean, God. I, I, that, cannot, I cannot wait to see that guy in the World Cup. Really. Me neither. I'm telling you, like, I am so... That is exa- I'm, I can't believe you said that, because that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I... He's crushed it, and I've been following him slowly. Like, okay, this guy's interesting. Like, a few... Like, last year... Oh, you know, scoring goals, that's very interesting. You know, Egyptian person, you know, you, you don't see that often. Um, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think this is the first time I see, like, a... I remember like, the last Egyptian person I saw play, like, an Egyptian player that caught my eye was Milo, uh, who played in Ajax with Zlatan. And I think he played in the Premier League, too, at some point, maybe Swansea, I, I don't remember. My, I mean, I don't have great memory. Yeah, but, but no, none of them was of this level. No. Not like and, this. And I, I, I'm going to say this kind of like, it's going to sound weird, but I think this is like actually the first player for a, from a Muslim country who is this good. I was going to say this yeah. was the political comment of the day, that I find it interesting that English-speaking countries, English-speaking commentators, try to call them, call them Mo. I mean, <laughs> I know Come that on. Americans yeah. and British people like to shorten names, but just, you know, I, I guess they're more comfortable with that than Mohammed. Um... I don't know what it is. I you know. I don't know either. I, w- I was looking at the press in Peru because you know, I mean, obviously it's the first time that something like you know, that I remember at least um, that a, that an African player, like a Muslim player, is you know a big star, um, and they call him Mohammed. No one in any press I've seen, written or online, calls him Mo Salah. Everyone calls him Mohammed Salah. Yeah, you have to treat him with respect. He was almost the president of Egypt. Did you see? <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> my goodness <laughs> that's true no you know like not. it's funny because after all those uh, Arab Springs and revolutions and stuff people still have <laughs> some space for being funny that's really cool <laughs> yeah it, that was awesome <laughs> yeah but but this guy is extraordinary I, I really hope like, I don't know I don't know much about the Egyptian team to be to be truth I haven't followed the the African, I haven't followed the African tournament that much, like the African qualifications. Right. I, I, what I know is that they made it first. Right. And, uh, you know, like, uh, they made it first, like, uh, with very difficult teams, because now, you see, Senegal is a very compet- competitive team, and Nigeria, you have also... Nigeria beat Argentina 4-2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, Africa is not easy. No. It's not like North America, in which always is Mexico or the U.S., and... Maybe some other, maybe Costa Rica, but yeah. <laughs> but Africa is tough, especially because 
I mean, we, we don't understand it very well, but you have to think that uh, there are many more countries there competing for, for very few spots. Right. And also the distances they have to travel are way longer. So yeah, you, you know, huge. it's a very challenging tournament. And uh, so being like like the the top of that is is a big deal, and uh, that's why I I'm looking I'm looking forward to see this guy. And yeah, that me too. too. I I know some other one other player I think uh, El Meni. Uh, I think he plays or played at Arsenal as a, as a midfielder. Um, but that's the only other player that I'm aware of. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out more as we complete our albums. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some some sad news for you, but very happy news for me. I completed the album. Oh, I hate you! <laughs> Come on! Don't yeah. tell me this we're recording. <laughs> I kind of, sorry, I, I kind of have to say something. I, I made, I exchanged a lot of tickets with people on, like, on Facebook. And stickers. A sticker, sorry. And... And I had like 15 left that I needed, like 15, like uh, I was missing 15. And yes. I have to say that I kind of cheated because I went online and bought them. Oh, you did? Like the Panini page? <laughs> yeah, the Panini page, because I couldn't yeah. find them. Like nobody, like, you know, there are some stickers that are just impossible. Like the ones at right. the end of the page, like those Legends one. Yeah. And some of the school, like the, the team logos. Yeah, and uh, like for example, Pele. I don't know why they have Pele as a sticker. <laughs> Pele is like the worst. It's super difficult. So I just went online and I bought the, the stickers. It was, I don't know. I was missing like fifteen, and I paid like three bucks. Like total. Total. Yeah. Oh damn. I I I I do have another an announcement to make to you that uh -huh, what I, did you do? I, I I have not completed my two albums that I'm completing. And I did buy another box. <laughs> oh and my I god! Not, I'm, I have to. Uh, I, I, I don't. I, there's no one to trade in Chicago, so. But, but no, do it all. True. But I told you, like you can try. You can try on Facebook. There are several groups uh, in which which you can join, and you can. You have to. It takes. I mean, to tell you the truth, it takes a lot of work because you have to keep like watching and contacting people, and sometimes they are not very nice to you or sometimes when you want to exchange with them they have already exchanged the ticket the stickers you need so it's a little bit challenging it's, it's a lot of uh, takes a lot of time uh but uh but yeah I'm, I'm sorry well maybe you can like buy the ones that you need like the remaining ones that's what i was thinking that's what because they're only like 25 cents oh that's really good it, per, it maybe per, I, I need to run my numbers what's more economically feasible <laughs> yeah 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 Maybe try that, but uh, but yeah. Well, this has been great. <laughs> it's our first episode, hopefully in a series of many. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, for the people there, we want to create this podcast uh, to talk about football. You know, Edgar and I, we talk, we were roommates back in college, and uh, we always thought about having a small project. And this was Edgar's idea. I uh, kind of joined <laughs> his idea. It was a great idea, actually. And we we are look forward to see to have more of these episodes with you guys. So uh, thank you very much. Edgar, okay. do you have anything? Do you have anything else to add? <laughs> um, no, I'm you know I'm I'm just really happy that that we're doing this. And I think yeah, on my side, I really wanted to put in 
the market, the South American, Latin American take on everything, you know, on, on football, which is, you know, what we like and what we keep watching, and in English, of course. So hopefully in the future, you know, we can expand to English and Spanish, but, you know, we'll see where it goes and what time allows. Yeah. And we also want Panini to sponsor us and so <laughs> <laughs> Good job. That's, that's great. And hopefully they can send me those stickers for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.